0: 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.
1: Another question for you. How much time are you spending on that phone of yours? Do you get those updates, um, you know, those weekly or even daily updates that say, hey, you've been on the phone, you know, four and a half hours a day, and this is how it breaks down between entertainment, social news, whatever it is. Well, there's an analytics company called App Annie and it has determined that Canadians, on average, spend about 4.4 hours a day on mobile apps. That was last year in 2021. That's up from 3.9 hours in 2020, and that is more than users in the UK and in the US. Now, what does your summary say? I'd be curious to know, mine, mine can run anywhere from four hours a day to up to six hours a day, depending on how busy and work and that sort of thing. 780 What's also interesting is the apps we're using and how that changes by age. Carmi Levy is a tech journalist and analyst, a friend of the show. Great to have you kicking things off for us this afternoon. Hi, Carmi.
0: Wonderful to be back with you, Jaylen. <laughs> Sorry to hear about your technology. I'm working from home, too, and wrestling, I think, with the same thing as you.
1: Oh, I just, you know, just uh, where I live, not really great internet service, even though technically I'm in the city, it's um it's kind of like a, a satellite provider or something, I'm not sure, but it's it's a little rough. That coupled with a 10-week-old puppy Carmy, and I'm about <laughs> to lose my mind right now.
0: <laughs> Story of our time, isn't it?
1: <laughs> isn't that the truth? And, and, you know, I'm wondering how much the pandemic has pushed these numbers up, you know, the times that we've, you know, turned to our phone just to look at things and maybe pass the time when we've all been at home or to find out more information what do you think
0: i think they're they're definitely related i've been looking at my own numbers and they were around four or five hours uh, a day on average before the pandemic started and now i'm consistently seven eight uh, plus hours my numbers are always up and part of it is the, the way we use our technology now we used to use our phones when we were out and about uh, you know we would sort of pull it out of our pocket use it when we needed it and then put it back in well we're not really out and about to the same degree anymore many of us are working from home and if you're a knowledge worker your phone is sitting on your desk and it's another device and I know like I'm constantly using mine next to my computer at the same time as my computer, so it's always on, and I think I'm not the only one. We're leaning so heavily on our smartphones now, much more so than we were before this all began.
1: It's, it's quite amazing, you know, you think, uh, you know, when I started in this business 30 years ago, uh, you know, I can remember still having a, uh, just typewriters in the newsroom, and then the next real job had some computers, and, you know, the, the wire mm-hmm. service that came across it, and just how things have changed, and seemingly so very quickly, but technology just is such a huge, huge part of our lives now, and impacting the way that we live, uh, and the way that we do things.
0: Very much so. You know, it's funny how it's changing the perception of, you know, what we call screen time and how we perceive it. You know, when I was a kid, screen time was a negative thing. My parents did everything they could to minimize it, that number. You know, you're 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 turning into a robot. You know, you have to go outside now. Where today I think we recognize that it's just part of us being digital citizens and you know if we didn't have all this technology right now we wouldn't be able to navigate the the pandemic to the same degree that we are and so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm obviously no one's happy that all of this is happening globally but the fact that we Mm -hmm. have this technology is allowing us to cope far better than would be the case and if that means more screen time and that those numbers are bigger I think that's okay because I think as long as we're it's not it's not just the number it's how are we using it to improve our lives are we using it to connect better are we using it to do better work Um, if we use it for positive then the technology is a good thing the number doesn't matter if we're using it for negative wasting our time that's a whole other story
1: Let's take a look at uh, some of the, the fun demographic differences that kind of are really kind of show, you know, I think our priorities as we get a, a little bit older. Um, we know that according to this uh, this uh, this survey that Canadians spend the most of their time uh, on social communications app, Gen Z users most of the time on photo and video apps like Insta followed by Spotify, Netflix and TikTok, M- millennials, surprise surprise, used Facebook the the most. And then look at this, Gen Xers and Baby Boomers, the weather network app, followed by the COVID alert app, OneDrive and Fitbit. I just had a great chuckle when I read that this afternoon. I love
0: that. I I laughed when I first saw that sort of demographic split it kind of shows that maybe we're a little more practical the older we get i don't know that we don't have as much fun i mean the covid alert app really i was just reading a headline last week that suggested that it had basically fallen off the back of the treadmill no one no one's paying attention to it anymore so the fact that app annie says that you know that uh, you know older users that's one of those popular apps was a shocker but it shows that you know we all have we all get different things out of technology And we're looking for different things. So for younger, we want to be entertained. We want to share socially a little bit more. And then the older we get, maybe we want want to make sure that we're not going to slip and fall on the ice when we go outside. So it's it's a good thing. It means that we, we now have devices available to us that have a full range of options, and it's up to us to pick the best ones for us.
1: I think it was uh, interesting, too, the split between uh, men and women. Uh, men used Amazon the most in 2021, followed by the Weather Network, and Microsoft Outlook and Twitter, and women using Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Insta, and WhatsApp the most. So, again, just I, I, I think it just gives us a bit of, uh, of an idea. And what's really fascinating is I think that these companies are able to use information like this, or obviously their own analytics, and continue, continue to just narrow it down and make sure that that you is getting exactly what they want that's exactly it if you are in
0: business you you have these devices that are in the, that are in the hands of consumers and those devices are generating data that tell you yes you've hit the mark yes they're using it a lot or using your app a lot or using you, your service or they're not and so it's a golden age for marketers because they they partner with companies like appbang to say hey tell us how people are using these devices and we'll make sure that the apps that we produce, the services that we offer, the products and services that we sell, that they're in that zone, that I'm targeting the right people and they're actually interested in what I have to sell. So this is all about marketing, but you know, the, the truth of the matter is we've never had a better device than a smartphone to generate marketing data. And this is a perfect example of that. Entire economies are based on this. When we talk about all these jobs being lost in the economy, well, we're creating new ones based on smartphone data and this is a great example of that
1: you know what Carmi I I think you know there's there's still some folks and we we talk about the the negatives that come along with the amount of uh, time that we're on phones and all the different apps and the issues the privacy issues that go along with it but the fact of the matter it's not changing and people are and it's going to continue to I think uh, be the way of the future and even more of our future Um, so what would be your advice for that balance, that balance of of handling, you know, your time on there and, and what you need from it as well?
0: I think it's a matter of consciousness. In other words, if you're going to use any technology, be conscious of what you are about to get out of that technology. So if I'm going to pick up my smartphone, in the back of my mind, I've got to be telling myself, this is what I want to accomplish on my device. This is the app that I want to use to do it. These are the people that I want to reach out to. And then when you're done, you're done you know, turn it off, go walk the dog, get outside and do something else. But don't sort of you know endlessly doom scroll Facebook. Don't endlessly get into Twitter arguments. You always think about, am I getting the maximum benefit, the positive benefit out of this technology? Because if you can't answer the question or you're not even answering, asking it of yourself in the first place, that leads to what I like to call less than optimal use of the technology. But if you're conscious of it, you'll get greater value out of it. And, Hopefully, have better kind of technology life balance as well.
1: Any surprise to you that TikTok uh, was the uh, the biggest grower in in Canada last year?
0: Not based on watching my kids use it. They have completely (laughs) gravitated over to it. They stand there next to each other, you know, comparing their favorite TikTok videos. Um, It really is the YouTube, uh, you know, the younger you are, the more likely you are to have already switched over from YouTube to TikTok. This is where all the cool kids are hanging out, and this is where they're sharing videos and kind of getting all of their social cues today. Doesn't surprise me at all. It's, uh, you know, they have technology that that, you know, almost guesses. It's almost like supernatural what you want to watch next, that algorithm is incredibly sophisticated, um, and, uh, and my kids are living examples of it. They're addicted, and I know they're not the only ones.
1: I've held off so far on downloading <laughs> downloading that app. I'm like, yes, I'm going to be the holdout, although I tried Wordle for the first time today, Carmi. I did Wordle for the first time today.
0: Oh, you're, 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 you were probably addicted about 15 seconds in, as was
1: I, So oh. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I wanted to punch my computer screen, but imagine that. <laughs> All right, my friend, thank you for this. Always great talking with you. I appreciate it. Thanks so much,
0: Jayden. Have a great weekend.
1: Yeah, you too, Carmi Levy, joining us this afternoon saying, yeah, hey, you know what, Canadians on average last year spent 4.4 hours on their mobile apps and i know you know you think about it that seems like a big number and, and it can be a big number um in in different ways depending on how i guess you're using it um i mean if your phone is just another extension of a work computer i guess that maybe makes a little bit more sense but curious to know what does that daily report say on on on, on your phone when it comes up